podcast edition number 49. 49? 49. Mm. One off, one off our half century. Raise the bat. This humble little podcast that we've got going. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good, James. How are you? Sorry, how are you, Jepson Denner? I'm, I'm very well, James Smith. <laughs> Yes. 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 I. Uh, I. Uh, I only had to kind of brave Origin One from my couch, as opposed yeah. to you, who had to, yeah. you know, yeah, travel to uh, all the way down to Melbourne with one eye. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, yes, for the, for, for the for the listeners out there, James uh, has has a problem eye, so it was fan, it was fantastic this week. He was the literal one-eyed. <laughs> New South Wales Blue supporter. I've got an ulcer on my eye, so I thoroughly recommend getting one. Mm. A lot of fun. Yes. And um, yeah, that's right, mate. I channeled Paul Gallen and <laughs> you know um, Trevor Gilmeister and Billy Moore. Mm. I know. I just like kept going. Yeah. I powered through the corporate hospitality suite. Jeez, it was a brave effort. Now, now James, with your one good eye, right? Yep. Did it mess with your yeah, depth perception so much that, you know, kind of that pass to add our car for New South Wales last try didn't look like, you know, several metres forward. It actually looked like a legal pass. Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful pass. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, well, what, what a night. It was, anyway, we'll, we'll talk at length about it, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, so Origin's underway for another, another year and um, it's delivered everything it said it would. Um, a great game and... Uh, yeah, um, full of high-class players, and and uh, yeah, they've, they've really put it on this year, haven't they? Um, so th- this week um, we're going to a major feature is going to be uh, going through your answers um, to our to our Twitter question, and uh, the Twitter question was posted out. I reckon it was about. 11 p.m. on Wednesday, so got some great answers. I thought you were about to say it was posted out with like like two minutes still left, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in about have... minute 78 of the contest. <laughs> so, wouldn't yeah. much of a response. Yeah, um, yeah so we're going to ask each other what we've been up to and what we're most looking forward to and have a bit of a yarn about yeah, incidental crap in between, aren't we? Cool. Cool, yeah. Sounds good to me. Um, what have you been up to? What's the most rugby league thing you got up to through the week? Well, you know, it's it, it, it's kind of a bit of a, I guess, the, the rugby league thing I did, which wasn't a very rugby league thing to do, which was I <laughs> probably I watched Origin One yeah. probably for the first time alcohol free in 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 years. That is a disgrace. Yeah, I I was all planning to do it because you know settling back into the groove um, because yeah I don't get out of the house anymore <laughs> with a with a young kid, but um, uh, yeah I. Kind of to my, my shock and horror, there was no beer in the fridge. When <laughs> Mate, <laughs> the, you need to look after your inventory. Like, well, come on. This is the thing. I, I was planning to go back out. Like I, I got home a bit early, yeah. and I was thinking, okay, I'll just get, get back out, restock, and I'll be ready to go for the game. Because you know the game never starts early, so you know I thought exactly. I had plenty of time. Star Wars starts about eight fifteen, eight twenty, or something. Doesn't yeah, it? but as it, as it would happen that that night in Sydney turned out to be foul. Oh, like you know, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah. I almost didn't get out. Like when I was flying down to Melbourne. Yeah, so, no, it was it was yeah. it was storming, and yeah, so I just yeah, I, yeah, I kind of. Well, not even a seasonal affective disorder. It was an evening dif- affective disorder. I didn't want to. I didn't want to brave that. You know, I do want to brave kind of the the conditions and uh, yeah, and kind of uh, yeah, kind of get go get more uh, go get more beer. So is, it, is there any wine or anything? Or any no, other? not even. It just didn't seem right. <laughs> drinking <laughs> drinking a red wine during <laughs> spot on. It's just, you need beer, don't you? No, it's just yeah. I was about to crack it up, and I was like, this just does not work. <laughs> Does not work. It does not work at all. So you know. Yeah, you and, have your uh, red wine for like your Q and A yell sessions, don't you? You don't have it for for, for your Q and A yell <laughs> sessions. I don't do that, James. <laughs> I watch Worst World on Monday nights. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's so, cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty grievous to start with. So no beer, and the other, and yeah, I think I told you this as well. I had a veggie burger. I thought I have a burger, and then it turned out how you know I had a veggie burger. So yeah, yeah this it's podcast is over. <laughs> we we can't go on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the, the most rugby league thing I did, I tainted by doing the most un-rugby league thing <laughs> you, you could do. A veggie burger with, with no alcohol. I hate to um, continue the uh, Hammer Jeff session, but uh, how did your tips go this week? Oh, sorry, yes. We should, we should bring this up as well. <laughs> after, the, after the triumph of my yeah. perfect 8 plus 2, so I got a 10, yeah. and, then talking, and then loudly making the case for why somebody, when you get a 0, you should get something for it. I indeed, dear listeners, followed up the very next week in the split round. Admittedly, the split round, I think, should be a different case. Yep. But I did get a zero. A zero <laughs> out of six. You, you really deserve to be congratulated on that zero. Yeah. Oh, listen, like, well I, think, I think a well zero, done. I think a zero in the, is it six matches? Because it's five club games plus the, 
it's, a, um, it's five club games, isn't it? It was four last week. Was it four? Yeah. Okay, four club games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry, right. The four club games plus the Origin match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a zero. But so. a lot of people would have. That, that, was, that was a strange weekend of footy. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of people would have got zero. Well, you know. well actually... <laughs> that just makes me feel a lot better, doesn't some it? Some people would have. I don't know about a lot of people, but... <laughs> okay, James. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm curious. I want to see whether you're going to surprise me with this answer of uh, the, oh, most, okay. the most league thing you did. Well, as you said, with my dodgy eye, I came in on Monday morning, mm. off to a great start. Couldn't take the pain anymore. Went to the uh, optom- went to the ophthalmologist, the specialist, and came back with a uh, an eye patch on, <laughs> as if I'd been eye gouged by. One of my really good mates on the footy field. You really did. And what, and what was your joke? What was your joke that took you a, a billionth of a second to come up with? The one-eyed supporter. <laughs> the, uh, that, I've, that I've already, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, the one-eyed blue supporter. So I, around, I thought it was fantastic. Walking around the office with an eye patch, so I had to get out of there pretty quickly. Mm. And um, I'm on, on the mend back, but that was pretty pretty up there. Mm-hmm. But um, I suppose, yeah, and, and the other one I'll, I'll, I'll mention just as we're about to... If we if we are going to go in depth with with, with Origin, um, went down to the MCG to watch Origin One. <laughs> that was terrific. In this rugby league podcast, this is the only rugby rugby league podcast where the eye patch merits more of a mention than actually going <laughs> yeah. to Origin One. I just because I'm always saying oh, I went to Henson, I went to Lidcombe, blah blah blah. Everyone goes to footy, like oh, not everybody, but yeah. I, I thought you were going to mention your different. footy card encounter. Um, yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in the corporate hospitality suite for everybody who wants to have a go at me. I was living it up, and um, I met um, Adrian O'Toole from North Sydney Bears fame. I was just so excited. <laughs> I said, uh, "Mate, just just give me a give me a sec. Let me guess which clubs you played for." And I said, "You played for the Bears, didn't you?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah." And I said, "And, and the Gold Coast as well." And, and he said, "No, no, just just North Sydney." Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a thrill. I have to chase him up. Yeah. Is he Melbourne-based these days? Is that the reason he was there? Or, no, in uh, Sydney. He's I, in Sydney. I, I think, yeah. And what, what were you saying that he actually does now? That was, that was interesting. He runs an IT company. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's just uh, the, 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 this rugby league start that everybody gets in, all these players getting live, mm. it just has no bearing on where blokes end up. Very undermentioned, yeah, isn't definitely. it? We tend to fixate on kind of the guys whose lives fall apart because yeah. it's their interest, more interesting you know, <laughs> yeah. copy. But uh, yeah, no one wants to hear about the successful. Yeah, and we're all today. too we're all too bored into the whole kind of you know kind of working class mythology that you yeah. know we yeah. don't recognise that there are, are dozens, more than dozens definitely. of guys who yeah you get a start in life and yeah. you know they start IT companies, they start cafes, or, you know, yeah, they, they, yeah. they do very, uh, or yeah, become lawyers, Mike Eden, um, yep. who do very well for themselves. So, you know, um, yeah, and it, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's interesting when you, you ever, you come across kind of situations like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's not very surprising when you think about it, because these young blokes get given a lot of money, yep. and the intelligent ones know that they're not allowed to touch it mm-hmm. for the first half of their life, and then, yep. you know, later on, um, during their the later years, I've got this nest egg that they can mm. invest with and, and all that sort of thing. So, no, it's fascinating. Um, so, what are you most looking forward to um, coming up this weekend? I'll, you start. Okay, I'll go first. I'm looking forward to, this is perfectly timed, this game. This is the Storm and Broncos mm. on Sunday. Um, normally, it's played within a, an environment of maroon glory and or maroon <laughs> on their way to glory. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch Melbourne use Cameron Smith like in, in a fresh manner. Mm-hmm. I think that's a massive advantage for them. Um, but also too, like the Broncos um, this year, they only had two players in origin. Yeah. Um, McCulloch and uh, uh, Milford. Yeah. yeah. And Milford didn't get much Barely of a played. Yeah. So yeah, you, so you've got, um, I'm assuming Billy Slater's still going to be out, but so you've got Cameron Smith for Melbourne, plus all their other superstars, mm. plus a basically fresh Brisbane side. So it's going to be a great game. These are always terrific games. Um, one of the best defensive efforts I've ever seen was from the Broncos when they went down. I think they beat Melbourne Storm down there. I think it was about 2013 or 14. And it was it was one of the best games of footy I've watched. It mm. was high quality. And, yeah, so, so basically I think it's going to be a good follow-up for what we saw on Wednesday. Yeah. What happens if Cam Smith has an absolute blinder? Yeah, <laughs> I think that just—it's just going to reiterate his decision, isn't it? You know, is, is this going to be the why, thing? This is why I'm not playing. Is it, is it going to be a thing where you know Queensland fans will, will basically say, "Well, you know, if we had you know kind of our real full set of players, 
<laughs> yeah. guys are actually running around right now would we'd still win the series. <laughs> Probably. So this is the asterisk series for, they can use for, whatever, for New right, South Wales. They, they can yeah. use whatever they like. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be great. That's on Sunday afternoon. So mm. we're recording this on Friday. There's still a few leading days, so mm-hmm. it doesn't make the podcast out of date quite yet. Mm-hmm. What about yourself, mate? What's going to... Well, yeah, after, after, after rubbishing kind of Monday night football, you know, <laughs> for as long as it was around and like kind of celebrating its demise... Yeah. I find myself strangely looking forward to the fact that there's going to be a Monday afternoon game coming up. It's terrific, isn't it? I, I don't know what I it is. It. I like putting on public holidays. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, definitely kind of advocating for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything particularly... Sp- I guess we'll probably be watching because, like I said, um, kind of got St. George fans in, in the household. So, um, yeah, it... Uh, but... I, I guess the other thing is, I kind of one over to your way of thinking that, yeah, we need yeah, football on every day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> what else? As, as Blocker Roach says on one of the uh, Fox Sports ads, he says, what else are we going to do? Exactly. I, 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 reckon, I, I, reckon, I reckon a six-day-a-week schedule. Yeah, yeah one day off. Feasible. Yeah. One, one day off. Yeah, we need, we need time to physically I do not know how you could. Together, don't I don't we? know how you could plot the schedule, but honestly, yeah. like, you know. It's like you're always saying that, you know, when, whenever mm-hmm. kind of you miss an opportunity, it's, it's hashtag crisis because yep. you're giving a f- hashtag free kick to <laughs> hashtag another code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's um, – and, and that's the way the world works now. Like everyone wants everything in real time. Like, you know, that's right. you dial up your Netflix every night. So you should, you know, have footy. You can always uh, – you know, as I've kind of mentioned probably before in this pod, I'm a, I'm a big NBA fan. And, you know, yeah. that's, how you, that's how you watch the NBA. You don't, you don't like say to yourself, oh, when's the next game on? No, Absolutely. you just flick it on. There's always something on. So, Absolutely. you know, it's yeah, – and it's kind of just in keeping with our kind of our social media culture. But, um, so, yes – yeah, Monday. Uh, yeah, bring back, bring back the Monday nighter. <laughs> I'll probably like it for about half a season. Then I'll be arguing. Nobody wants to watch footy footy on the Monday <laughs> night again. So should be a great game. Getting rid of big crowd. Big crowd. Um, Dragons fans really. Listen, I, th- I think yeah, and St George probably um, probably has a, has a point to prove yeah. in this game. Like you know, it, it'll it isn't it, they didn't play last weekend, right? So it's nah, they true. were part of the buys. So yeah. it'll this will be their first time out since uh, yeah since being beat in Penrith. So yeah. kind of, um, oh, yeah, true. yeah. yeah um, it'll be interesting to see kind of, uh, they probably have put the team out. I haven't taken a look at it yet, but um, mm. yeah, I don't know how many of, because they're the Monday, that's, they, you would think their, their origin players wouldn't play because it's, that's just too much of a gap from the Wednesday. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Because um, Hunt's got that um, cork issue Yeah, that's too, right, so. that's right. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. good luck to, you know, Gareth Woodup and, and James Graham. I'm pretty sure they'll do fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> against his old club. Too. Well, yeah, yeah. So because you yeah. know, I mean, that, that helps until they have to go off to Denver or whatever, and that really <laughs> screws them all up. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to how Canterbury goes mm. the rest of this year. They've uh, what happens with Aaron Woods? Apparently, you know, when, when they become around. when they become the West Tigers next year, <laughs> yeah. when they're when they're basically they're going to be so ravaged by the salary cap that yeah. they're going to be fielded. Mark my, my, my words. Already. They're gonna they're gonna denude that roster. It's gonna be a bunch of players you've never heard of. Yep. And they're gonna do fine. I, I reckon that you know that's a scenario where they're gonna tear it down. DP is yep. gonna kindly kind of get the. He's kind of end up gonna end up with the Ivan Cleary situation out yep. there with the Tigers, where he's just gonna get a bunch of young guys with you know kind of careers that they want with points to prove and careers that they that they will have to establish. And I, I reckon they're going to surprise. Yeah. Uh, th- that seems to be a candidate for the type of team that's going to pull together yep. with, with a bit of a, uh, adversity coming from the outside. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be pretty on the way there, and no. they'll, have to, they'll have to make some kind of um, good decisions for the, for the long term about who they want to keep and who they might want to devote their money to. But um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a classic case of you know, the, the tightrope that most clubs walk in their, in their salary cap management where they – they kind of just pile up the money in, in with back-ended deals and hope someone breaks contract <laughs> before <laughs> before time comes to pay the pay. Because that happens sometimes, doesn't it? Oops. Happens all the you, time. I'm broken sh- your terms of <laughs> agreement. Yeah. We need to somehow get rid of you. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. But I, I like them as a club. I've always have. Mm. I like them because they're a real footy club and yeah. they do fight their way out of um, problems. Eventually, <laughs> they do get there. Mm. Um, and yeah, well, they always they generally have good young talent coming through. Definitely, so, so yeah. maybe that's kind of what they need to kind of get back to. I mean, and that might be part of the frustration that they've had lately of not when they talk about how the whole 
you know, the, the, the old way of doing things at the family club had kind of kind of gone by the wayside. That might be part of it. The fact that they haven't brought through enough of their own kind of stock and um, yeah, kind of building from within. And this might force them to ha actually have to have to do that. So. Yeah, no, I like the, I like the coach. I like the CEO. Mm. Um, Andrew Hill, he's, he's of course the uh, CEO of the World Cup, so mm -hmm. yeah, no, I, th th they'll be okay. But as you say, they might suffer some short-term pain mm -hmm. along the way. Um, uh, great stuff. Um, do we want to have a quick chat about Origin? I was thinking, yes, indeed. It's, I was thinking instead of dissecting the action, I haven't actually discussed this with you yet. Yeah. But um, so every other news outlet, every other podcast has already. We know what happened on the field. Like, mm -hmm. is there a, like a bit of a weird tangent that you wanted to go down? Well, Something different uh, in our side? I think yeah. I, was, I was saying to you yesterday, the, the one thing that, I mean, count me in that group of people who, I love Origin, but mm. I, I find that what, what Origin does is it leaves me a bit cold on the club game. Okay. And um, it, it kind of, this year again, it reinforced in my mind that um, I do kind of wish that uh, sometimes that, that the standard of rugby league was, was a bit higher. Because I find that if, Ooh. say, the, the average standard of, of, of league was closer to what we see in origin yep. as opposed to what we see at your standard NRL level, I think I'd really kind of relish the game a, a bit more. Now, that's a bit, I know that's a bit of a furphy because... Like, if that were true, maybe, like, if, if, like, the standard of the club game were closer to Origin, maybe then the standard of Origin, again, would have to be slightly well, higher yeah, because, well, you yeah. know, because, a, 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 you know, even, you know, the, you know, kind of the level of the elite would be pushed up uh, even further. But I, but I, that I do wonder yeah. that, yeah, when I, and this is not kind of a, an indictment on the referees kind of blowing the whistle a lot at the club level this year. I yeah. totally agree with that. I think what they're trying to do is create a better, a better game style, a more flowing game style. I mean, I'm fully in support of that. So it's not just, it's, this is not kind of a, a talking point about how this, how Origin 1 flowed better than the standard club game, which it did. There's, there's no doubt no, that No, you're that talking about did. the quality of I'm, play. I'm talking about the quality of the play. And I, yeah, I've yeah. Kind, of, I kind of come back to the point that I do sometimes wish, and I know this is a fantasy, but, you know, if you can allow me it, I do sometimes wish that if, if League were kind of a bigger game, like globally with a bigger talent pool, I think it would be really. I think it would be. I think that would really be something because I think rugby league is a fantastic game for really good athletes. Yeah. As opposed to like, as I was saying to you yesterday when I was really rambling about this, you talk about something like um, American football, which has a really huge talent pool. It's a really big talent pool yeah, in, in that yeah. sport, but it's a lousy game. <laughs> so it's great athletes playing a lousy game. Yeah. Like I, you know, I I find that you know if. If league had kind of like an American football-sized talent pool, you know the things that you could you would see in league would be would be absolutely magnificent because I think you know it is a game that accentuates high-level athleticism in you know expresses it in in a, in a really wonderful way and I think we see glimpses of that with every origin yeah. to see that oh if you really had you know, a real kind of cream, a, a kind of an athletic cream of the crop out there, you, you, you know, you'd see such just, just kind of wonderful sporting action. And yeah, so, you know, so over and above kind of all the narrative elements that come into origin, the whole histor historic dimensions and the state rivalries and so forth. I just love the fact that when you see kind of you know, football played at that level and you Ooh. see, you know, kind of the way just sm the smallest mistakes in origin are just so severely punished. Like yeah. I, you know, if, you know, if I'll just toss in my own assessment of the game from, from Wednesday, I didn't think there was much separating the two sides. No, I no. thought really the, the, the big distinction in the game was that where, where Queensland's mistakes happen, New South Wales could punish them yeah. and, you know, not the other way around. Yeah. But, you know, like for yeah. example, the, the Gagai kind of, kind of knock on in the play of the ball, you know, that's the kind of thing that happens in a club match. So what, yeah. you know? But yeah, in in origins, something like that just oh. you know gets punished mercilessly, and it gets talked about. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's a major catastrophe within the yeah. environment. Yeah, I know. I understand what you're saying, but how do you? I mean, and, and I'm always saying that our game, our state of origin, isn't an all-star game. But mm. how do you compare that to like you're a big basketball man? Mm -hmm. Have the superstars of the NBA playing week in week out, day in day out in the NBA, and then you have the all-star game, which sort of comes across as 
oh, good, we can chill out a little bit yeah. because this game doesn't really mean anything, yeah. does it? Oh, there's no, there's no yeah. doubt that, you know, that, that particularly the NBA All-Star game has evolved to be a bit of a joke. And I think <laughs> all All-Star games have become yeah. a bit of a joke. And that's what I think one of the, what, part of the enduring appeal of Origin is Origin. that it's one of the few, few that kind of resist that. Yeah, like definitely. you even look at like, like things like football friendlies when, you know, kind of like a big team like a Brazil or an Argentina yeah. or a Germany get together. They, they only got half speed in those. True. Um, yeah. The only other like, the only other real true all-star game in world sport that I think that even kind of approaches the level of um, of origin kind of for emotional intensity is, is the Ryder Cup in golf. Okay. You know, that that really has has some real kind of juice behind it as well. Is that, so is that America versus... Europe, yeah. yeah. So oh, What's the President's Cup? That's uh, the rest of the world versus the, versus United, the oh. United States. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is more like what yeah. we would call an all-star game. Yeah. Like... You know, in, in kind of in the sense of, of, of the other All Star games, because yeah, you've got um, you've, you've got blood invested in it, haven't you? Well, that, yeah. I mean, account. a lot of that has to do with the fact that the European Golf Tour <laughs> it has a, has an inferiority complex vis a vis the US Tour, and that that's what manifests at every Ryder Cup. That sounds like one of the Origin teams, doesn't it? Effectively, you know, it's, yeah. and that's effectively what's happened. It's it's kind of uh, that kind of inferiority complex then has fed into a history of really kind of intense contests and. And it's now the history of the intense contests that drives the event forward. Spot so, on. you know, then yeah. that's what, um, yeah, uh, is going on there. But just to, yeah, just to watch that game, to watch, uh, you know, to watch that first half, the two teams just kind of going at each other. I, I thought the changes in momentum in, uh, in, in Origin 1 were, were just, you know, a sight to see. Yeah. Like, you know, Queensland had a really good first few minutes. Then, you know, New South Wales kind of dominated, I thought, the middle part of the first half. And then Queensland probably was better going into the sheds. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of ran out for the second half. And they, it looked good again for them. And then, you know, New South Wales jagged a couple of scores. So it was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kind, of, that kind of flow, that kind of ebb and flow, it, you know, it, it's just... So great to watch. It was, like, it, it was, was top-level rugby league, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. absolutely. And yeah. it, the other thing I, I kind of, the other big takeaway mm-hmm. I had is I think it bodes well. I think where I mentioned kind of last week, we're at an inflection point for, um, yeah, for, yeah. The, uh, for the series. I think we're seeing really a clean out of some of kind of the old guard that has dominated the series for the last decade. Mm. And we're being introduced to elements that will kind of uh, feature uh, in the next in the next 10 years yeah. uh, I think the series is, is magnificently well poised uh, for, uh, for the next decade if, um, if, it, if this is if it, if it kind of looks like uh, continues to look like what we have um, what we had kind of this week yeah, because it looks like the two sides are kind of fairly well positioned uh, relative to each other. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, um, a gateway into the, to a new era. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just the thing I want to talk about, um, aside from the on-field stuff, was just the event itself. Mm. It is. I'd, I'd never been to a sporting event that had that many people. Yeah. Um, most I've been biggest sporting event I've been to is a grand final, and you have a look at that. And you that would have been an equivalent size crowd, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well. Um, Homebush holds about seventy nine eighty. Yeah. This is eighty seven. Yeah. It it felt like, it felt like um almost a, a city with like within itself yeah. the MCG and it just I said on Twitter after the game it just nailed the whole event like I, I was so proud of of the sport to yeah. you know continue this experiment of playing um in areas instead of Sydney and Brisbane and I think it's great you know the Perth plans. The Adelaide Plains, and the, the ultimate big thing for me was to hear that it was twenty five thousand people that were going to that were coming from interstate to watch that game on a Wednesday night. That that you've made it when when that happens. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Like a quarter of the crowd, and that's probably what what did make it feel like a proper Origin game. You, you had so many fans who were rugby league people in that crowd, and it felt felt great. I, I must admit. There were times during that, that game that I, I forgot that the game was in Melbourne. <laughs> I just forgot, like, because you get caught up in, in the whole interstate rivalry itself. And uh, I, I, I loved the event, and I so hope to keep going back to the MCG in particular because it was just a, it was a raging success. It was terrific. You can't begrudge Melbourne's no. lock on a lot of big-time sporting events because no. they 
do it. So when you see kind of that up close, yep. you really kind of get in your head, boy, they do this well. Yeah, they, yeah. they really do this well. They do, they, they, yeah, it's yeah. And if we're going to say that 25,000 came from our interstate, that left, I don't know, you're better at maths than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of people from Victoria and from Melbourne who said, yeah, let's go to this. More than 60,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's really impressive. And that's growing the game if you want to get down into the nitty gritty about where we should be aiming the game and yeah. what directions the development should be. So, yeah, I'd, I was just thoroughly impressed. Got on the plane the next morning and uh, really proud of, of where the game's headed, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, um, as for the game itself, I could hardly see it. I only had one eye. <laughs> <laughs> but as you say, that forward pass, no, nah, didn't know what everybody was talking about. I was watching, I must admit, I was watching the Penrith players, especially... Regan Campbell-Gillard, I think he was fairly well contained. See, this is what we were talking about. <laughs> Queenslanders supporting Queensland, yeah, but New yeah. South Welshman, even the most one-eyed New South Welshman, <laughs> yeah. still paying attention to his own club. Absolutely, and, and you can all thank the Penrith uh, influence in this oh, year's side. One in other particular, the coach, the coaching advisor, yes. and the four players, it's all going good. One thing that we have to kind of, yeah, that we have to take pains to, to kind of note, yeah. uh, definitely the thing that I think, I, I really do believe that this is where the game was won. The game was won when Brad Fittler made his wardrobe choice yeah, for was. the evening. It was. It, that was the entire difference. Like he's, the fact yeah. that he was dressed up to go clubbing <laughs> in, the, in the Melbourne CBD after the match just kind of reflected, it radiated Freddie's casual cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think that calmed down all his 11 rookies just to go out and go play, just to go play football. Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought it was magnificent. <laughs> You know, different the, the black T-shirt, the, you know, the fancy <laughs> sneakers, and then the peacoat. It's just yeah. uh, they, that that was brilliant. I, it was it was so good. I yeah. <laughs> at the Blues launch, they they had all um they had three or four players on stage plus Freddie uh, being interviewed by Tim Gilbert and somebody up close took a picture from their table and said uh, who invited human nature to the <laughs> to the launch. Well, that is. That is just brilliant. So no. now the, the challenge is now on Freddie Fittler to turn up to the next match dressed in all white. An all white, all white getup or something like that. He has like to that. pick another movie, doesn't he? He just he just has so to kind of um, yeah. night at the Roxbury. He's done yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> what should he go for next? What eighties movie should he? Oh, I don't know. I just need more of a Bieber type look or something <laughs> like that. He's just got he's got to keep on doing these uh, things to like you know keep keep the scrutiny off his own players and just keep the pressure off them. Because the plainly, plainly, this is what works. The other thing that I noticed too about that game was, yeah, how he handled it. Hmm. Um, Meaning at, what he cared. Look at the team. Or he didn't care. Look, look at the team <laughs> that has been losing, um, and not that the players that were, have been losing are terrible players, but why go down the same path? Hmm. Let's start again and try and, as you were talking about before, mm -hmm. uh, kick along these young players. And I was I was a little bit disappointed that Kalen Ponga didn't hmm. uh, eventually make it on the field. Yeah, I, I just. I thought if, if he makes it on the, onto the, the big stage, that is a definite line in the sand, isn't it? We are into the new era now. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, but both teams were. One, one that had won 11 of the last 12 and one of the lost just as many. Mm. They both seem to be at the same junction, don't they? They do. They yeah. Do. They do very, very much. I'll game. be interested to see from this point forward how many kind of long-term kind of origin guys that we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we can have. Because yeah, right. it's interesting sometimes you, you go through a bit of a transitional phase of a couple of years where both teams try to figure out, okay, who are our core guys going forward? Yep. Uh, or whether um, the, the generation that emerges just after them yeah. kind, kind, of, kind of takes them over. Um, we all know what happened last time. They had a big changeover. Yeah. Queensland started its run back in 06. Yeah. And they kept going and going and going, didn't they? So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that might not be the case. I mean, they might not be able to you know, generate enough kind of victories that, that they might establish themselves. But, mm. yeah, so it, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting. You would think that, you know, like, you know, just, just watching that, you know, I'm fully expect to see Latrell Mitchell, you know, you know, playing in Origins for the next five to ten years. Definitely. You know, I mean, I'd be shocked if that, you know, if that doesn't come about. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it's, it's, it'll be interesting. I, th I, th I kind of agree with you. And, and Ponga, geez, it might be sooner more than sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah, like true. it wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't be a. I know Queensland kind of has, has like a, a structure and a process. Like you know, you kind of earn your spot. In, in the Maroon setup, which I think is a good way of going about it. Mm. But um, say if they were to lose the series, wouldn't it be a bad idea to throw them into a uh, into a home match in Origin oh, Three, right? Definitely. Blood yeah. him then in probably the most 
kind of conducive environment that you know a young kind of player like that could yeah. ever get. But if it, yeah, again, they, like they like I said, they have a bigger they have a bigger structure, they have a bigger framework for bringing guys into the side, and who's to criticise it because it's worked so well for for, <laughs> for a long time. No, absolutely, yeah, no, for sure. Um, anything else about Origin before we move into everybody else's contribution? Um, no, no. I mean, yeah. I mentioned Freddie. That was the only thing I really needed to <laughs> needed to get out there. That was. Uh, that was outstanding. Okay, Freddie. And uh, for all you Queens, uh, I, I'll, I'll say something just to find, just to finish on our Jibba. Queensland has this method of, um, this, there's this sentence that they have, oh, New South Wales has already won the series, so what's the point in, in, in playing, playing the series? Like, you already won. <laughs> they say that as if we're saying that. And, they, and it sets, it's like a trap. If we win, mm. yeah, we're always going to win it. Mm-hmm. But if we lose, we still said... <laughs> That we were going to win it and everything was wrapped up. Mm. The traps just have got us in this box. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Hodges, in particular, he uh, was on Queenslanders only, and I thought we've got nowhere to go when you say things like that. <laughs> and now we haven't already won the series. Mm. We've just got one more game. <laughs> we were exactly where we are last year, exactly the same stage. Yeah. How long until the bat signal? <laughs> <laughs> the Alan Langer shaped. <laughs> Head, head head of Alan Langer shaped bat signal <laughs> for JT for JT yeah, yeah he's in good form he's in very good form he's playing against the Eels mm. in Darwin so maybe he'll be in better form um, thanks to everyone who uh, answered my late night question I, I promise I was uh, in a, in a good headspace to um, to ask it I, I thought this is this is exactly the right time to ask it. Straight after the game. Yes. This is a podcast. We can when everybody's sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or at yeah. least I was. <laughs> Andrew Ferguson. Um, oh, sorry, the question was, uh, what are your general thoughts about Origin One? Um, I loved Andrew Ferguson's response. Uh, 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 best game one performance by New South Wales since the opening clash of the nineteen eleven interstate series. Hashtag long wait. Um, I'll, I'll have to go back and check the. The video footage of the 1911 series. Quite well, when you th- when, when you think about it, right? They'd only been states for like ten years. <laughs> at that point, I, I wonder if like kind of they got confused about the whole colonies and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, very good, Andrew. Thanks for that, mate. Um, I was going to mention this next one. I'll, I'll mention this bloke uh, next because um, he, he's a massive fan of the show, Karate Warrior Two, and he actually he put in a mammoth effort to. Uh, to collect to, to collect a lot of responses to, to this. Thank you, Warrior. So, yeah, as always. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> he says um, his his uh, take was great crowd, great match, great spectacle in the heart of BKG land. Mm-hmm. Um, that and players finally playing to the rules, probably because um, there was much more at stake as opposed to a regular season game and not getting bogged down in negative tactics. Inspiring and refreshing. That's just it. Yeah. That's that's just it. I, yeah, it's, um, although I I've got to ask the question. Yep. Do you think they play the rules because there's l- not more at stake but less at stake? Oh. Um. Is isn't it just that you know the, the notion that really when you think about it this is just an exhibition like the, the, yeah. you know you, you of course it's important but when you play for your club you're really playing for your livelihood. I don't know. Great. You get dropped from Origin, you're still a professional footballer. Like, yeah. You know, you get, you get dropped from, you know, your club and you might not have a job. Yeah, true. I don't know. what It just looks, it's a better spectacle. It is. Yeah. If, maybe, if, maybe, maybe it is a thing about the atmosphere that you're in. That, you yeah. know, if you're, you know, the whole idea is that, oh, we, we have to play fast and expressive football here yeah. because that's what it takes at this level. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the club... Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we know that this is going to be a bit cynical, so let's do the cynical thing. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and if, if you're not going to let the players produce their, um, their best skills and, and footy and form, then what's the point of having the game? Exactly, because, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're not here to put them in a cage. We're yeah. here to show them off. So I, I agree with that, but I'm not sure whether they're yeah, kind of, you know, not wanting to kind of like, you know, kind of, you know, kind of like be contentious with, with the almighty warrior. But yeah, I'm not sure whether, I, I know that origin is important, but I'm not sure whether the stakes are kind of as high as, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. the interpretation of what the stakes are is, yeah, is kind of, yeah, it's kind of an interesting one. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So thanks again, warrior. Yep. Uh, Booze Hound, he's back. 
Uh, the notorious Booze Hound. We can say uh, whatever we want because Booze Hound's not going to hear this. Yeah, no, he? It, yeah, Booze Hound doesn't listen to people. He doesn't listen to podcasts in particular. No, I don't so. think he listens to people. He's <laughs> <like>. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll come after you. He'll, he'll run an, he's open, not gonna, he'll he's run an not, open letter to you. He's not going to hear this. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, Boozy says, I was disappointed at the amount of empty seats. Everything else was an afterthought. Hashtag crisis. Well, at least it's consistent. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 there you go. So, good on you, Boozy. Um, Gareth Williams says, uh, I think um, Gareth's from uh, England. Um, not that interested in the build-up to Origin, but I was impressed with Freddie's Year Zero approach and making a new start with players and culture. Jeez, that sounds ominous. Makes him sound like Pol Pot. <laughs> year Zero. <laughs> yeah, it starts now. Yeah. Uh, and then Gareth continues, when it comes to New South Wales versus Queensland, I don't have a dog in the fight, but I was pleased to see a Blues win. Fittler is onto something. Certainly is. Nailed it. Until game two. <laughs> yeah. And then all I actually I actually think New South Wales will win from here, but any anyhow. Mm. I'm just not still not sure about that. Mm. Uh, Michael uh, Big Mig eighty one says was thinking maybe they could have gone for a horse ride in the Blue Mountains before leaving <laughs> Sydney. The fresh air and getting back to nature. Uh, could have had bets on whose horse will come trotting back into the stables with no player on its back. <laughs> Oh, I love our listeners. <laughs> uh, Liam says uh, Blues on track to emulate the famous 2007 in uh, in air quotes 120 minute dynasty uh, hashtag origin. I do find it perplexing that New South Wales had a more dominant win last year. This is what you were saying. Mm. Uh, still lost the series, and Blues fans are celebrating like Game Two 2018 is a formality. Yeah, so this is, this is uh, what they do. Pythago NRL is one of the sharpest uh, observer, objective observers of the game, I find. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah very, uh, I know he's, uh, he, 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 quite like I, is a, quite, a, quite one who um, kind of uh, is a bit of a fan of the analytics. So, he, um, yeah. That right? uh, yes, he is. Okay. Uh, it, um, you should follow each other then. I do. Liam, okay. that's That's why, that's why mm. I kind of picked, I've picked that out. I, I do read his. See, I actually, I pay attention to these things. James. <laughs> I don't just show up and like shoot <laughs> my mouth off as much, much as you might believe I do. But uh, yeah, yeah, he, um, yeah, I think it'd, uh, I'd be, yeah, I'd, yeah, pay attention to what he says. Fair enough. Well done. He's well got done. the number. He's got the numbers to back it up. Okay. Well, yeah. After the next game, we'll <clears throat> hopefully hear from him again. Uh, Ian Harkin says New South Wales were clearly the better team, rewarded for getting rid of the baggage of previous years and picking up an attacking side. Uh, Tedesco and Cook were brilliant. Um, Queensland never gave up, but they missed the big names as you'd expect. Uh, Ponga should have been in the side all along, and he must play in game two. Yeah, I think that's it. It's a good call. If That's one thing I uh, kind of neglected yeah. to mention. Um, uh, well, two things I neglected to mention. Um, mm. One, yeah, really, I've got to kind of eat humble pie about Damien Cook. Yeah, he's, he's hopeless. <laughs> he shouldn't even be in first place. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But that, boy. That's going to be my greatest victory over you forever and ever. <laughs> it, really, it really is. He's, he's going to... Like, well, well, we have moved on in 20, 30, 40 years, and Cook will become an immortal. Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta move. Who's the next one? There was another one that you know you were kind of we were kind of mentioning, but yeah, anyhow, yeah. No, boy, isn't isn't James Tedesco a cut above? Oh wow! Or is he just is he just really good at Origin? Like, no, you know? no, he's really good. He's yeah. consistently good. You I tell you, watch him live. Yeah, you realize how good he is. Yeah, another yeah. one like that. Maybe not in in the mold of Tedesco, but boy, isn't Dan Gagai kind yeah. of a quality player? Definitely. Like he's you know he, he yeah. just kind of yeah seems to rise with you know, at, 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 when Origin comes around. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, Tedesco is something else. I mean, he just yeah. wow, he's. He's he's like the video game character who's got like an, elect, an electrical charge coming off him. You can't yeah. tackle it. Like you hit it, you try to hit hit him, and the defenders are almost like shocked. Yep. So well, yeah, he's um, yeah. But, but Gago, I totally agree. He inserts himself into the backline so fluently. Yeah. And before you know it, he's cut you to bits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very dangerous out wide. Uh, the Cumberland throw, great Twitter, handle. great Twitter handle. Yeah. Um, says any New South Wales you thought were a soft selection who ended up. Um, impressing you. Uh, here we go. Latrell Mitchell for mine. Uh, the opposite. Paul Vaughan was a bit invisible. IMO. Uh, how good was the crowd and the quality of the game to show to 87,000 Victorians? Outstanding night. Love it. Not quite 87,000 <laughs> as you pointed out, but you know. It, uh... They're all Victorians coming from interstate to go back to the MCG. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JP um, says, Debellin. Uh, apart from two big hits, was average. 
uh, in my opinion. Um, I mean, it's most probably the blame. So, yeah, fair enough. I didn't really notice him. It was harsh. <laughs> I mean, I know, JP. You won, but you were the most average part of your team. <laughs> Check the Bellum. JP's address is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jules, uh, Julia Gulia, says, to manage that many debutantes, I think Freddie has been worlds apart from Daly. Daly lo- looked like a deer in the headlights his entire tenure. Um, Freddie had them relaxed and confident, was willing to pick on form. Love it. Yeah, the only thing that, that Laws had to do was just, you know, not wear a suit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's the critical thing. Like, you know, T-shirt, that's all. But still, the what? players, I don't know, I, thought, I would have thought Laurie Daly would be inspiring enough for the players to really, really fire up. But then again, you marry that side up against what they were up against. And Freddie comes in, the four greatest players the game's ever seen all retire. It's such a Freddie thing, isn't it? He's <laughs> like you said, lucky guy. You know. Great, fantastic sense of timing. He does life very well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, BBRBAZ or, or Fuel Dog 7 <laughs> says a high intensity game, not sold on Cleary at 7, um, obvious forward pass. Queensland <laughs> <laughs> Arbs, very average. Uh, Cook man of the match, some quality hits. Still not a fan of the MCG for rugby league. Uh, it's too far away from the playing field. Great start to the series. Maloney reminded me of Cliff Lyons, good and bad. And as somebody pulled up, good tweet, good response, um, but as somebody pulled him up on it, I don't remember Cliff Lyons having a bad patch. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I, no, he, he would have, of course, no, he's played no, a million games. Yeah, no, what he, I think what he, what he meant was like kind of oh, the, the, capaci- yeah, no, the capacity of him, he'd be playing a good match yep. and then he'd make like a howling mistake oh, okay. in the middle of it. Like, you know, that's what, that was my interpretation of that, of that comment because yeah. um, I really thought, yeah, Maloney, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good to my, Yeah, my, my hobby horse has always been that, you know, you know, when Queensland kind of had kind of, you know, the, the historically great spine, you, you always felt that those guys were in control of the game. Yeah. And watching Origin 1, I felt when I was looking at kind of the various playmakers on the field, uh, you know, I was asking myself, okay, who do I think is... The, the playmaker is actually bossing this game. And for me, it was Maloney. Yeah. It was clear. And, that, and that's the first time in a while that I felt that New South Wales had kind of the playmaker who was actually kind of manipulating kind of the, 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 the pieces on the game board. Fair enough. Um, which is to say, I thought he played really well, but geez, he, he did make some really bad mistakes that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, kind, yeah. of, that kind, of, um, kind of created opportunity for, um, for, for the opposition. Yeah. So which is to say that, you know, he was like really good and really influential, but you couldn't say he played great because uh, yeah, he had some yeah, he made some really bad errors, which admittedly is what he does is the way yeah, yeah. He, he really plays. He touches the ball so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to, to build on that, the good thing about Cleary and um, uh, um, Tom Travoyevich as well mm. it was good to see him. And I, I can say this because I'll never be in that arena, but it was good to see him cop a few hits yeah. to yeah. learn exactly what. Is going to come for oh. the rest of their origin career. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and to clear his credit, he got up every time he was smashed. I'll say I'll, I'll yeah. save this for the anything we've forgotten. I was going to comment, oh. but no, no, keep going. No worries. Um, Brett Doherty, Steelers legend, says uh, 12, 12 of the seventeen New South Wales players originated from country rugby league clubs. Hashtag just saying. Terrific yeah. comment. Yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Go country rugby league. So yeah, bring back city country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they should get rid of the city. That, that was the whole point. It was going so well, wasn't it? That concept. Twenty uh, fourth of September, nineteen eighty nine, says, "Ha, um, I've I've always got a thought." New South Wales didn't get their try. Sorry, I'm starting in. I've always got a thought. Um, New South Wales didn't get their try line breached through a genuine line break, mm. only an intercept and a grubber. Uh, could have won by more. Outstanding for a side. With so many rookies, game two we'll see Billy back and a harder task. Both sides have improvement in them, and that's true. So you bring back him, and I think is Matt Scott going to be back for the second game? I don't know. That's going to be a that'll be a question. I mean, I yeah. don't think like kind of like I don't think Jared Wallace kind of oh, yeah. made a huge kind of impact, and yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll be a question of how you know, Queensland feels yeah. it's going to go. I mean, I think you can kind of look at that in, in a whole bunch of ways. I mean, it's very it's true that they were pretty good defensively. Mm. Um, yeah, same token, I thought, you know, the Trebojevic try was a jump ball, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, there was plainly very obvious forward pass on, you know, on that, 
On that, um, on the Adokai tribe, same token that, uh, as we were mentioning, the Latrell Mitchell, the second Latrell Mitchell kind of uh, crossing, like he was that close to putting it down. So you yeah, know, he, it, was, uh, he was half a hand away. Yeah, exactly. Ball, yeah. So you could probably kind of give them that one. Um, and, and I'm not a stats guy at all, but I read, or did I read it? Yeah, I read that uh, Queensland missed something like 55 tackles. I think that was the big one yeah, in that, the. It, that, that's the refs' fault issue that I had. But the, the same, the same thing though. By the same token though, I thought Queensland's defence. You know, kind of dictated more. You know, they were more. They thought they were a bit more physical, and yep. and that was the thing that kind of surprised me. Like, you know, it was kind of an inversion of the of the kind of the roles of the two teams in the previous seasons, where it was mm-hmm. New South Wales that was more physical, and Queensland yeah. that was probably more dynamic with and, ball in hand. And then Queensland normally finishes the stronger. Yeah. Last twenty minutes, you go, you can see Queensland steal themselves, can't you? Yeah. Whereas it, whereas this time they fell away a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just because you know, I mean, th- that was more of a kind of a scoreboard situation. Yeah. Like when you're behind. And you have to press a bit more and you'll, you'll kind of look a bit more ragged. I mean, yeah. I'll still hold to the point that, you know, it would have been interesting if, you know, that, um, you know, that, that, that gag-eye kind of knock-on, you know, in their own, in their own quarter, that was, that was, that was grievous. Strange, that was a grievously bad was, kind of... Um, it wasn't even, was it, it wasn't forced, was it? No, not even. Not e- he just dropped the ball. Like, yeah. you know, and it was, yeah, it was one of those ones that, yeah, is just so sloppy. It's not, it's not, it didn't mm. emanate from a hit. It was no. kind of just you know kind of a kind of a loose hand you know lo- very loose in the play of the ball, mm. like the one that the, that Munster did. At least he was trying to throw it, and, oh, and yeah. Crichton got a hand on it. So that's a, that's a different kind of case entirely. But when you know you kind of get up and you're ready to play the ball, and it just pops out, that's just yeah, that's a freak one. So, <laughs> but you know, and that I think directly led to a try. So, Poor yeah. fella. Yeah. you can you can make the argument either. Way. I mean, and as um, as our kind of Raiders fan. Uh, points out, yeah, th- there is improvement in both sides, and in fact, um, I think the point was made on the broadcast by, by Gus Gould that uh, there's a lot in it for both coaches when they look at the tape. Yes, yeah. you know things that they might kind of change, kind of around the edges. So we might see kind of it's something really kind of different in game two. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's something to look forward to as well. And, and Queensland's not scared of it. You know, there'll be eighty thousand Blues fans there. Mm-hmm. Queensland's not going to be scared of that. They've won there plenty of times. So. All that as well, and just finally, um, Sports Freak Show says uh, it was a great origin, um, exciting squads, great build up. Queensland played better than expected. Uh, the Fox try was two metres forward, atmosphere sounded electric, and I personally love that the NRL um, is taking these games to non traditional cities. So, good point, mm-hmm. good point to end on. Thank you very much for responding once again, everyone. Good stuff, thank you. Cool. Um, just to just to wrap up, anything else that you've we forgotten? Add? Yeah, this is what I wanted to bring up. Um, one thing we haven't mentioned, kind of in the run of all this, Greg Inglis. Oh yeah, incredible match. Did like he? you know, it's um, I, I think he was probably the player of the match, wasn't he? You reckon? <sighs> yeah, Tedesco. I, I've always favoured kind of picking the guy from the winning side. Oh, okay, all right. So I'd probably say Tedesco, but geez, that's um. I mean, even I could see that every time he got the ball. He was just, it was as if he was given 15 metres free space and what he wanted. Yeah, I, He's so good. Yeah, I mean, but with Inglis, I, I think that um, that is the Inglis of about four or five years ago that we haven't seen. Well, admittedly, yeah. he was not in origin one year. And so, don't forget, yeah. last year he was injured. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically a rest from playing. Yeah, yeah. So he, can you imagine that? That was, you know, that was kind of. Um, yeah, I, honestly, it really was a captain's knock with the emphasis on knock because some of the, you know, <laughs> some of the guys he was laying out with, with those hits. Yeah, particularly when he was miles offside, is <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me about the, about that other one? Yeah, yeah, what happened there? Why was that a penalty? Um, because he smashed him from five meters away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, like, yeah, he, yeah. Greg brought the five meter rule back for just that one tackle. Um, yeah, it. Uh, but yeah, that was that was incredible. You could really see that he was trying to trying to lead from the front, kind of. Uh, yeah. Then uh, it. Um, I, I got to speak to him about kind of captaincy uh, for a story oh, yeah. I did a couple of years ago. I, I kind of couldn't get the measure of how he really felt about, you know, mm. and I think kind of English can be a bit enigmatic yeah. to, a, to a lot of kind of interviewers. But, you know, um, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it's interesting to see them kind of in action because that speaks more truly than anything they can say with words. Yeah. And, yeah, he was, he was really invested there. Like, yeah, it, cool. um, you know, he was kind of really almost trying to drag them along by force of will in ways that I don't even really, I think I've even really seen him do with, um, with Souths. So, you know, it was, um, it, yeah. was, it was great to see kind of a bit of that vintage Kind of back, you know, back in the day when he really terrorized New South Wales. Well, New South Wales basically oh. built the side, you know, almost in, in 
well, not no, not almost. They built the side you know, specifically to counter yeah. uh, him. So, uh, yeah, like, he was really. Uh, it was like what I was saying that this was the first time I think I've seen kind of Queensland dictate a lot of. Uh, the physical stakes to New South Wales. I think a lot of it was, was because of him. Like yeah. he, he basically came out and said, this is how we're going to do it. Yep. And um, yeah, so that was, that was really uh, one of the really great elements uh, 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 to see in that game. Uh, yeah. It'll, uh, kind of he'll bear watching as, yeah. uh, as the, as the series goes, uh, goes along. And time will tell whether the current Queensland squad is the sort of squad that is going to follow him as a leader, and I think they will, mm. because just because he's got that with Cameron Smith out of the way, yeah, he's basically it now. He's the inspirational leader. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, just well, one more thing from me. Um, our June or, or July? Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. Is it still on sale another week, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes, it is. Next Thursday. Yes. Yeah, um, Boyd Cordner on the front. And yes. Lots of origin stuff in there. So fortunately, yeah, yeah, he's he's still being selected and he's still <laughs> play, he's still playing. And the blue. He's run. the captain of a winning uh, of, a, of, a, of at least one uh, of one match. Uh, That's right. Yeah, kind of uh, a winning side for one match. People out there saying he shouldn't have been picked. If he lived in the, I oh, know he won't. <laughs> no, so. Um, Lots of origin stuff in there. I don't know if too many, too much of it would have dated um, in between the release date a few weeks ago and Lord, Lord Wednesday I hope, night. Lord, I hope not. No, I think I still think there's lots of good <laughs> reading in there. Um, yeah, so pick it up at uh, good news agents and a few and, bad ones and bad ones and airports and doctors' surgeries. Doctor surgeries yeah. are a big one. Yeah, yeah. airport departure lounges. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's where like a bunch of I get feedback all the time about it oh geez, yeah constantly yeah. dentists I've just been to the dentist and I saw your magazine it's pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> my mouth my mouth is numb but, but, but the part of my brain that likes sports has been satellite yeah, I, I can hardly breathe but I made sure I read your mag I just got a cancer diagnosis but your magazine is pretty oh, good inspiring stuff <laughs> Uh, oh, we're good. the best sellers of our own product, don't we? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we better go before we crack each other up even, that's, even, that's even, right. even more. Thanks for listening, and um, we'll uh, talk to you next week. See ya.